Welcome to the concluding part of our conversation with Lafop. This is where we conclude by talking about his philanthropy and charity work and how when he's not being a performer, he's trying to change the lives of societies neglected. Enjoy. Private gigs don't really take costs. They don't even need too much crowded anyway. Share again. So that's a fool. For you to be able to sustain yourself, you must be able to put a structure around the brand, monetize it, you know. And uh, with the advent of, um, you know, um, apps, you know, social media, people are selling on Facebook, people are selling on, so whatever comedy you have, you put them on this right, you know, and start growing your audience. Once you start growing your audience, it's there for you. Look at my, um, a lot of, okay, people will tell you those on skits. Like so many comedians, they, they hate, they cannot stand the God of these skits makers. Skit makers. <laughs> For me, I like them, especially because, I mean, I also, I was big, you understand? I was very big on skits. I can imagine if Even you bring back social, yeah. if you bring back those kids. <laughs> we will, we will, because, I mean, for my shows in Lagos, we had the skits, but on stage now. Because half of them can't even do, can't survive with the skits on stage, because the way, all those effects, pam, 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 it's not easy to infuse some of those things. You need a lot of rehearsals, a lot of practice to, you know, to, to do that, but it's easier to, you know, when you are mediating, it's easier to cut and paste that with the rest. But for me, I enjoy them. And it's the new normal also. And it's a new wave, you know. Everybody's just trying to find their own feet and everybody's trying to make the best of whatever it is they have. And I think if you also work with them, you know, we might even achieve more. Yesterday was just the humor um, award and I mean, it was fantastic. I'm sure the social media guys are going to be doing more of the, you know, because people are seeing them more. They're more popular the social media space, the stand-up comedians are more popular, you understand, on the stage and maybe on the corporate space. Now, some of these kids guys are brought to stage. Some of them are unable to deliver very well. But you see that those who have worked on themselves will deliver, sure. Because even those who do stand-up, we have to learn it too, you understand. So it's just, you know, so for me is, um, I mean, all of what, are, what these are things that, I mean, you have to be dropping your skates because people are going to see you again. Are going to see you, remember you. People are going to, you're going to get popular. It's easier for you. So for a comedian, it's like you have a job because it's like it's naked, it's theater, you know. But when you involve media like skit and the rest of it, it becomes like some kind of business, you know, because people are watching you in, in uh, like only one wami. So you're in San Francisco jamming, but you're watching in Lagos. You know, but with a comedian, just start a comedian, you might not work. But when you start doing skits, you know, that might just be a pain, you know. That you can do. So for me, put the structure around it. You know, um, look around for the best practice. See how Alibaba is doing. It, see how you know, uh, Lafop is doing his own. You know, learn. You know, take the templates and put some things to it. Do events. You know, come out. You might even get to for comedians. You might make more money as an MC. And you need to understand what pays because people would rather not want to pay a comedian and pay an MC. So they probably pay the comedian who can also MC. You get so that way you're able to do you know you're able to do more and then uh you know push and improve your economy you know more but nothing like patent nothing like patent and that's where your um your works your content the electoral property comes to play so you're able to even pass some of these things down if your youtube is already making money you can will it to your children you take it up from there if your facebook is already making money you can will it to your children 
and continue from there. And then the gigs you do weekly, you know, get your agents always busy to get you to shows. Push out your your stuff. Push out your um, your contact. Let people have your contacts because they have to call you or at least call your management. You know, to that. For me, I receive most of my calls, so sometimes I say send me text. Let me be sure you want to, and then we can talk from there. So that's 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 the thing. It's very easy to put. Uh, family together on the top story. <laughs> yeah, know when you so, are know, know when you are learning. Understand right. the part when you move to when you're earning. Oh, you understand. Okay. So you must be able to balance both. So in the um, non-comedy, um, speaking of things you do outside of comedy, okay. you do charity work in about every December, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, one thing I'm always curious about with people who do public service is why do you care? Why do um, I care? Okay. And what are the most challenging things you find in these communities? What are the most challenging? The most challenging things that you find in the communities that you that you reach out to. Oh, okay. What do you think? You know, are the biggest issues? How do you try to help and stuff like that? Okay. Cool. Um, first off, I mean. Why do I care? Um, okay, so I used to I used to argue with my mom a lot, you know, because she's just nice unnecessarily, you know. Then I figured that the things you constantly see, there's no how it will not catch up with you, <laughs> you know, because you go out and you see people hungry and you're like, <laughs> you understand, like, <laughs> okay. So I was born on Christmas Day, and then the understanding of christmas day that i have i i was born in it really because it's really poor place if you it, still go there now it's it's, really, it's, it's even poorer now <laughs> if you go there is you know and then but growing up in it you don't see people hawk on christmas day they observe the holiday they observe the holiday the only people you see that will still sell stuff are the people who already have shops anyway or they probably live around where they just put the stuff outside they're not actively selling but just in case, especially pepper food people, people who are directly about the festival, food festival, food stuff, and so just you understand these shops are they wear fine clothes. Yes, it's only so selling blue, blue and banga <laughs> and drinks that open knockouts, bisco. That's what it's called when we're little, but not hawking. So Ibado, I saw that somebody was hawking on Christmas Day. You know, I was like. <laughs> How will you perspective? Where will you? Because our poor is that poor. So you do our poor. Ah, poverty get levels. Oh, I know people can be. Ah, you poor. Ah, they pay. Ah, men are just generalized. I go look on the wari. Then we say, ah, she poor ni. Ah, for go look at this. You know, we use poverty to form. So cute. We we just say, don't show the. Ah, we better say, you just tell. You know. So, but that really got me, and then I was like, ah. and here I am every either maybe Christmas or 26. My friends will come around, we'll go and chill, we'll have fun, you know. December 26, especially back then, we'll go to my house at my uncle's place. That's where I was living, and swimming pool, we'll swim, we'll do everything, we we'll eat, and we'll come back to here again. And I do lale, <laughs> you know, and then that got me thinking like, some of us are like overprivileged, you know. And you know, seeing you know later, I was able to connect it again because that was what my mom lived for, or lived for, as the case is. You know, she's very alive, so that's what she lives for. I mean, like, she doesn't just want to see people hungry. 
as in you know when Yorubas tell you tunje bati ton ninu ise abushebushe and for me that was like ah. so i said you know what and that was the last time i threw a party for my birthday uh, yeah since then and this is since 2008 yeah and when we're training a party this year <laughs> you know and um so i said okay christmas day i will celebrate my birthday with people who are hungry i mean i'll try to feed them on christmas day easter you know and try to give them something gifts i want to just make it christmas make people smile make people smile on christmas day jesus christ that's jesus's birthday right that's my birthday too it's supposed to be a happy day so let me just do my own part in really making people happy so we go with clothing we go with stuff food you know things that we can help people with food stuff you know whatever i have you know and some of my friends support you know um there's someone in uk trying to send us some clothing you know um but still hanging in uk i hope he, he, he gets here early but whatever the case is in fact funny enough this morning i was actually thinking of them the costumes i have a lot of costumes for my show for my babalala so this morning i was just thinking and i was just telling my wife you know what all the costumes we have let's let it go let's buy new sets wow we want to do our show so well because we have like about 12 the biggest gana must go like 12 of it Whoa. you know and i'm like let's just give them let's you know i mean because for me again i mean and i'm a christian and I'm not your. There's a way I have my own altar is here. Yeah. If it comes to me, I believe it, and I believe that that's the word of God, and that's how it stands and stays, and it works for me. Because right. if you don't lift people up, there's a. If you're pulling people down, you stay down. It's normal law of you know. Of life. Of life, you understand. So when you pull people up, you also try. So for me, that's why I care. You know, I mean, and that's what I want to do. That's why I do what I do. Like let children, especially children. You understand? The last time we had um you know nursing mothers, they, they are using Ankara for their children, you know, they don't have huggies, they don't have pampas, they don't have the rest. So we're able to supply a lot of people, give a lot of people many of it, you know, thanks to my friends who are always supporting me with this, you know. And this year, already I should have sent out messages and for my guys to, because I want this year to really be big. I'm very brief, you know. I want to be able to have my own moments this year where I just, you know, take that deep breath and be sad and say, thank you, Jesus. You know, it's not been easy, you know, but we have to keep doing what we're doing, you know. So um, I started, um, started um, a foundation called Comedy for Change where we... Um, push for the comedy arts, you know, and try to protect it. Uh, and then, you know, we we promote the institutionalization of, you know, comedy art. We also push for charity, you know, and um, this is what we've been doing. And so we're about mother and child, really. There's a time we also had, um, and this, we did this many on social media. Um, someone sent me a story of a woman in one area. And that touched me so i pushed i put put something up and i pulled that if you have any widow around you who's suffering from anything send us a story and pitch for them so people were going to widows around them one lady there's a woman that comes to wash the gutter in the house 
know, and then she posted, she posted her story, she said to me, I reposted it, you know, and I posted another woman whose wife, whose husband, you know, um, committed suicide, and she was living in Mumbai, and a friend called me and said, that's the area where I grew up, please send this woman this money. Wow. You understand? And he sent it to me, and then I sent money to the guy that posted the story, you know, uh, to send me the woman's, so I'll tell you, send the woman's number directly, so that I've theft. And I want to be able to also, you know, track some of those things. And then she, he delivered the first one, he delivered the second one. I sent the other one to him to cash it and go and present something to him. And then this guy was even so fantastic. A few years, few months later, he went back and showed us that this woman used the money so well with other things that she has gotten. Humana has a car. What? Wow. Somebody now, somebody that is now doing Uber in a delivery. In Ibadan, in Mokola, she sells with charge charge cash. She has gone big now. Wow. It, you know, I mean, and these are the things that just makes me makes me want to cry. Makes me want to continue. You know, I moved myself um, to hearing yeah, that, and um, I'm just so. I mean, that means everything to me. So for me, this day, charity is not about everybody anymore. You know, yeah, it's about those little little one person here, one person there that we about where we're able to change their story for life. You understand? That's that's it for me. You know, so what we want to even start doing now is we want to go back to all those places we've done stuff. Let's go check those children. Are they still there? Are they still how old are they? What are they doing now? You know, because we want to encourage them again to watch education. You know, every child should not be hungry, every child should be educated, and that's what we've been selling to all these people, especially in Berry where we go to. You know, so for me that's that's um, that's a legacy. You know, I mean, Ibadan is where I got my own um, artistic voice, and each time I talk home, that place is first home for me. Made in Ibadan. You know, yeah, I've been in Ibadan. You know, before any other place, just give back to those people. You know, before any other place. I mean, I, I love to go back to the state where my, where my ancestral, you know, you know, place. You know, I do stuff. I mean, and we will still do that. But I feel that anywhere you can help, it starts from you. And yeah. the charity begins at home. So yeah. where you call home is where you have to start from. And, and then just so that for me now, why now waiting to inform me? You know, and yeah. I remember one Christmas we were stranded. It was my birthday. My mom had just 500 now. Somebody came and said the child was having problems. And my mother gave the woman 300,000, 300 Out of the 500? Left and he gave it to my cousin to go and buy t-shirt from us, um, Oklika. And the guy bought two, same. And we wore it for Christmas. And I was not happy. But I didn't, I didn't understand until right. recently, you know, until later, like, it's his life. And that was, there was a lesson there. And that's the lesson she taught me. That we have that's to amazing. live a life of giving, you know, and, and that is it. That's amazing. So one yeah. last question before we okay. wrap up. Um, you make a living making people laugh. Who makes you laugh? What makes me laugh? Who makes you laugh? Like who are your favorite comedians? What makes you laugh? Who makes you laugh? My children make me yeah. laugh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of them a little. <laughs> They are, they are, they are, they are funny, you know, um, and and I think he's in the blood. <laughs> yeah, but the comedians that make me laugh, really. Um, I think, I think um, maybe if I say my comedians of all time, you know, I say George Carlin, you know, I say Chris Rock, you know, I say, I say, I say, and Chris Rock, I had to travel all the way to Manchester to see him, 
you know, when he was doing the Black Cow Tour, which um, is on Netflix now, it's Tambourine, being Tambourine Man or something. Mm, yeah. Because um, I've always, always wanted to see. And because at the time, you know, Chris Rock was missing in action. <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, Dave Chappelle was missing in action. So Chris Rock was the person doing it for me then. You know, during my UI time. I saw plenty of his, of his um, you know, stuff, you know, and, you know, and the Alibaba stuff, you know. And so... I mean, Ali Baba was one of my greatest, you know, comedy icons or idols, uh, you know, for, for life. You know, he's he transcends that even transcends beyond just acting and um, you know performing. It's just like without Denzel, Denzel was one of my greatest human beings alive because what he represents, not just he's massive, he's massive. He's he's um he's like for me, he's the Obama before Obama came. You understand. I mean, the possibilities. You understand that this guy represents. You know. You know. And shout out to every black man that has been that father figure for us. That has been that icon for us. I mean, he that has opened our minds to possibilities. You know. So I mean, just kind of makes me laugh. You know, um, because I'm also a student of comedy. You know, as well as a teacher of comedy, I have fantastic respect. For comedy act them comedy act and comedy art so a lot of comedians i mean from from katie you understand you know to um to uh, to El, to is it elvis now you know to pierce you know to um Mention them. I mean, from Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy, I've followed all these guys to Cosby. You know, Cosby's kind of comedy, you know, he's very cerebral, cool. And at the time, that was the high level of, you know, comedy comedy and performance, you know, in the most didactic, cool way and form, you know. Uh, sadly, the legacies somehow been destroyed, you know. You know, I mean, Richard Pryor, you know. Oh, and, yes, you know, Steve Harvey. You know, Steve Harvey is someone I really, really look up to, and I'm, I'm, I mean, he's someone I want my fashioning, you know, my my career, you know, on, you know, after now because I love the way that he's chilling on TV, having his fun, having his time, making his money, and he's very rich. You understand? So, I mean, guys like that really, really make my day. You know, even the ladies are doing very well. You know, Kevin Hart, fantastic, and when you come back home. You know, and from the days of Ali, from Baba Salat to Ali Baba, the Baba's ways, the, you know, but of course, stand-up comedy is the main thing for me. So I'm going to pick the stand-up comedy icons, really. Uh, you know, um, Fela to, you know, Fela is actually a stand-up comedian, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, what makes a stand-up comedian? Audience, jokes, live. And then he did it. The Abyss Night he was doing, you know, and that was really fantastic, you know. I mean, and recently in Nigeria, we have fantastic, lovely loads of funny comedians. People who, by just, I mean, there's a guy called Mr. Paul, and my guy, you know. And then if you see the guys I work with in the comedy club, you know, I have my every Thursday comedy club, Farm City. And my guys are mad. They are crazy. You know? I mean, Furnace, Sage, you know, Casey. These are guys that comfortably now, I just drop the mic and chill in the club. And I don't have to lift, you know, the finger, finger you know, the <laughs> audience are mad and we have a field today, you know, and I mean, that's it for me. So a lot of people make me laugh. A lot of things make me laugh. You know, I, I watch actors, I watch people, you know, and um, I'm happy to want to 
be in the place of the audience for comedy. You know, that's how well I love comedy. I don't think I have to be the one dishing it out. I want to be dished. And I want to enjoy it without any criticism. I can go back later and analyzing, you know, for the purpose of, you know, discussion, education, and learning. You know, but I mean, they are, these are comedians that really, really, truly make me laugh. I mean, Princess is fantastic, Confessions is fantastic. And if I don't where I came from, now you have crazy guys, remote, you understand? Remote is a mad feeling. Yeah, she really needs, you know, I mean, she really needs like. You know, like Matt, these are fantastic boy. I mean, Wuli uh, Agba, you know, and Damo Lukoni, you know, and many other, many other people. You know, these guys are funny as hell, you know, and I'm happy because for me, the, the thing is, we are not going to be able to push the comments, you understand, or improve the comments if it's just a few people. You know, there should be some kind of options, but then there must be a market to stimulate. Mm-hmm. And then that was why I started the show in Battle. And that was why I put people up on platform, you know, and to say, guys, that's why when you see my Battle show, he's always looking like he looks a bit different. Like, then there was. It's like you're the one that's been featured. Yes, yeah. you know, I mean, that's it. Because those days it was just me. I performed four or five hours alone. Just a few people here and there to pull up and do that. But this is you have other shows, and then nobody's really projecting and pushing them forward. So when it's because a lot of people listen to my show, I have the years of the town of the government when I run my show. You know, I have the years of the radios when I run my show. You know, you can't take it away from the show. I mean, the show that has been running since pre two thousand and eight. You know, on the campus, and after that, we started running. It's been running before any other big comedy show that you think that is available now. You know, and so the show for me is where I profile people. So you know that this one is available because everybody will be calling laugh on. You know, I can't be at every show every time and every day. And I'm not I cannot be available to every budget. <laughs> you understand? So there's a need for other people to also get and then gradually because when other people can take those ones, I'm able to then, you know, also elevate off my game. Yeah, elevate, you know. So so for me that was that was that that's just it. You know, every community makes me laugh. I enjoy them so much. You know, and um, but of course, I have my favorites, and um, Dave Chappelle busts my head. I can't wait for Chris Rock to drop something soon, too. Um, and again, for comedy for change, one of the things that informed us is towards functional comedy, you know, from just mere decorative, you know, mere comedy for the purpose of just laughing and the rest of it. When um, comedy becomes topical, you know, preferring solutions to issues. And that's what the Richard has done now. You understand? With this fantastic... Um, and people are finding it hard to accept. People are finding it hard to accept what it is. And he said it. The LGBT is not my problem. Why people are my problem. Using LGBT as leeway for them to be able to get... No, it's not. It is what it is. And the man has said his own truth. But people are finding it hard to accept his truth. But you say, you being born male now says you're female and you want me to accept that lie. <laughs> that for me is All right. Okay. It's it's a long talk. We could we could go on and on and on and on and on. We have to find a way to probably bring yes. love up on a big, big special. <laughs> Absolutely. Well thank you so much, Love Up, for assisting down with us. Um where can people find you, find your stuff? Obviously they can, but for those who who are still sleeping on you? Where can they find yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can find me in my YouTube Laugh Up TV, um, L A F one F L A F, you know, U P TV. 
and of course my instagram is laughup cfr l-a-f-u-p cfr my twitter is just laughup without the cfr so you can find me there and of course on facebook and um we're crashing out some pages to create another new one soon um where you can follow us you know follow what we do on youtube um because we want to monetize youtube now you know yeah so we have yeah papers must rest so and we're dropping a lot of things soon we have a show coming up in the battle 26 december and um that will um open us to some other talks we're having for next year for some cities in southwest nigeria and then it's time to go international so <coughs> we're coming to the next big city around you whoa right. you're getting to i can't even on the world okay I was, I was expecting that. That's, that's it. <laughs> all right. That's Thank it. you so much, man. Thank you so much, oh. my brothers. <laughs> Please, oh. you know, one use nose max or you use nose max. Now, you know, don't give anybody COVID, though. you understand. <laughs> uh, but you wait, the form say they use nose max when you want to wear condom. You are doing yourself. <laughs> it's just like the new trainer say, ah, now who they use no smarts? When do they use condom? Now, yeah, when they sleep with now, ah, I will arrive. Oh, all right, that's class. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing, please give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. It really helps. I like to say that they should not forget to follow us. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And on all the pages you listen to us, please kindly share especially if you like what we do share if you don't like share your friend might like what we do so at the end of the day keep sharing absolutely also please subscribe to our channel on youtube it's uh, still a work in progress but the what is nigeria channel on youtube uh, is something we're looking to grow um in the immediate future so keep an eye out there um and subscribe to us and share uh, all that good stuff we'll see you next time until then your village people will not catch you and nigeria will not end you and i think ultimately don't go and look for your village people this december yeah you can go and look for them <laughs>